Capcom just revealed a whole mess of new content for Street Fighter V, but we're going to have to wait quite a while before it all comes out. We offer our thoughts on this incoming DLC and discuss the future of Street Fighter V and beyond on this week's episode of the Event Hubs Podcast. Alright, welcome back to another episode of the Event Hubs Podcast. I am John Catalyst Gray, and with me as always is John Velociraptor Guerrero. I wasn't expecting so so much pep in your step for this one, because, uh, well, it's been a very up and down morning. A lot of up, a lot of down, uh, and we'll get into it, but, uh, I, I, and I'm doing okay, by the way. Thanks for asking. <laughs> how are you doing? <laughs> I was just about doing? to ask, but uh, how am I doing? Yeah. I am... Uh, we'll get right into it here. Actually, I was elated when I first saw Rose. Uh, Kenny Omega, he's great. He always puts on a good show. About as thrilled as possible. I've been waiting for this for a long time. And then I saw the timelines we were looking at and instantly crashed from the high I was on. I was pretty disappointed by the timeline as it just didn't make a lot of sense to me at first. But I got to thinking that be careful what you wish for because you just might get it. Hmm. How did you feel? I mean, that's an ominous little turn I'm about to take here, and I'm going to get into that in a second, but I want to bounce it back over to you. How did you feel with all the announcement stuff going on? What was your gut reaction to it? Oh, uh, six out of ten with hype is where I'm sort of at. There's good, there's there's bad, but some of it is kind of per- maybe understandable as we explore what might be going on behind the scenes and what the even larger roadmap might look like. So some of this is kind of understandable, um, but at the end of the day, the equation, uh, when this all is put out on paper, it looks like uh, not what we were hoping for and maybe not the best route, uh, or, or maybe not like... The, the most ideal route, but maybe the best we can do with what's in front of us. I don't know. There's a lot of different angles to approach this from. I'm happy to see more content. I'm happy to see an abundance of content. Um, it's really exciting to see that Capcom is doing things uh, in this manner. I almost said doing things differently. Uh, I in know, this manner. I heard you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so there is a lot of positive to garner from this, but there's also some negative. Uh, yeah, I mean, and, and, and I don't want to front load it all like we can go through it bit by bit but that's kind of how i have it set up it's like i'm like a six in hype and there's going to be some people that are more so some people that are less so but uh but a lot of well we'll see yeah and that looks to be the general reaction from the community as well i share your sentiments uh this is what not rushing street fighter 6 looks like Because if you want Capcom to develop games properly and give them the time they need to make it right, this is probably one of the best possible outcomes for Street Fighter V and for Street Fighter VI. When you look at stuff like COVID-19 and the impact that has had on our society, I think this makes a bit more sense in the timelines that we're looking at. Not everyone has been derailed by the coronavirus, but Capcom has been. They have outright admitted it. Um, it, It's... It's affecting people on a gigantic scale. As we already know, we've talked about it a lot. I don't want to get too much into that. It's very well established how much a dominant factor that's been for many businesses out there, most of them for that matter. Yeah. Uh, 
it's clear to me that Street Fighter VI is likely coming in 2022. And if they stop develop, developing Street Fighter V, they've had, they would have a pretty large gap with no current or I would say relevant titles being updated to support the Pro Tour. And then there's also the Olympics coming up in 2021. You kind of want some fresh content and some fresh stuff being breathed into your game still. So they don't have any other fighting games out right now. And their only choices are to either give you nothing or give you this during this window of time. And I'm personally happy to take Street Fighter V in this you know, period. Interesting, yeah. And so when I was saying this might be kind of the larger roadmap that's in front of us, well, suddenly it kind of starts to make a little bit more sense as to why it would be a slower, or maybe not slower, but a wider release schedule. Like, the the final character coming out in winter of next year is probably roughly a year and a half away or so somewhere in that in that vein but more than a year away from here and that's kind of crazy to consider especially it's a it's a five character season as opposed to the traditional six ah don't need to split too many hairs there but you look at that and you look at where street fighter 5 is at where it's in a pretty good spot right now especially all things considered you know a lot of the boxes have been checked that weren't checked previously uh, it's it doesn't have the most charisma but it certainly has more than it used to it's flowing along it's extremely unfortunate for this particular game uh, at this particular point in its lifespan to have something like covid hit right now because who knows how much higher it could have gone uh, given it didn't have that roadblock in front of it but hey this is the reality we live in right now so yeah there's a hindrance and um this might be the best call, but it's hard to get excited because we're defaulting back to our traditional expectations and, uh, ugh. and, and then, no, 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 go, go more into that. How do you think we're, we're defaulting back to that? Cause it's a different take than what I had here. And I'm curious, how do you, how do you think that, well, that's happening? Yeah. Yeah. So it's been established over the last couple of years, more or less how these things kind of roll out, right? How a season of content rolls out. There's six characters and then they come out, you know, throughout the year and then there's a balance update and and this and that and maybe a few little extras strewn about. Um, and then, so it's been, uh, last year we deviated from that and it it wasn't a great look to begin with. And, and now we come into this year and we're thinking, okay, so the last time someone came out, well, the expectation was that there was probably going to be stuff coming out today. And that, you know, for 20, what are we in? 2020, we've been doing so many dates, 21, 22, 23. Uh, but for 2020, we did get a few characters, but they were like the tail end of season four. And now it's like, if we're doing season five, a lot of people thought that the summer update, we might even get a new character like today or maybe a couple today and then like another one in a month. And and you and I have talked about how with the expectation that the new consoles are coming out this holiday season, it's probably best for Capcom to get things out before that because then you're going to have a whole lot higher of a bar for competition once that hits. And uh, let me let me jump in here and just say that it seems like you feel like Capcom did not meet your expectations with this, right? Does that seem well, pretty, I'm, pretty fair? I'm trying to figure out where my expectations exactly were because I, I didn't sit and like write them down. And, and and yes, when this happened, especially with the timeline, I went, uh, like that was kind of the knife to the side. The rest of it was like, well, that's cool. I may or may not be hyped for Dan or, or a handful of the characters that are coming out, but I can also appreciate that that's going to be the story uh, for everybody. And sometimes you're getting a character you personally like, and sometimes you're not. I think the character choice is just fine and it's better for some, not, not as much for, uh, for others. Uh, but 
yeah, I, I'm not sure how to judge it, especially when you consider COVID and you consider Street Fighter Six and hot damn, everyone doesn't want Street Fighter Six to be rushed because Street Fighter Five was, and that's what happened. You know, we all know what happened. So, uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a different attack here and say that I, 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 the feelings that you're feeling are very conflicted right now, and I think that's 100% how a lot of people are feeling. Mm-hmm. I have yet to see a bunch of people jump out and say, I am so amazed and blown away by this. This is incredible. And on the other end, I'm not seeing a bunch of people. Say, oh, this is awful. I can't believe they did this. It's terrible. It's really in the middle for most people. And I think that those feelings of not knowing how to feel, right, being somewhere in the middle of the spectrum, we're so used to Capcom lying to us <laughs> or offering minimal information. The fact that they've been transparent and forthcoming is shocking. It's so shocking. It is almost disappointing. It might even just be outright disappointing. I will quote Cheryl Crow here. Lie to me. I promise I'll believe. <laughs> and then we, that's been our relationship with Capcom. It's like we're used to being misled. We're used to being lied to. And it's weird. Capcom communicated. They actually did it very clearly. They gave us a roadmap for the next year in like three months or whatever. This is what we've been asking for. But people don't seem to love the message. I'm okay with this. I'm not thrilled. I'm okay. It's not the message we were hoping for, but it works. But I get it. Like it's like, oh man, we we asked we asked for this. We we wanted this, and we got it. We're kind of like, oh. Well, there's there's a deeper layer that I think we can't divorce from all of this. So you have Street Fighter Five in terms of Street Fighter Five, and I think everything is pretty much okay again, given the circumstances when it comes to that. But if you look at the bigger timeline, a lot of people are wondering, well, when Street Fighter VI? And this indirectly kind of tells us Street Fighter VI is farther off than maybe we were hoping for. And the fact that we were hoping for Street Fighter VI, at least a significant portion of the community, is also sort of telling of where we're at right now. I look back to yeah. the end of Street Fighter IV, and remember, I mean, Ultra came out, and then like six months later, Street Fighter V was like revealed and such, and so it was kind of crammed together. But I remember when we were talking about Evo for 2016, everyone was like, I still really want to play Street Fighter IV. I hope it's at Evo. When it wasn't, that was, that was a surprise. Um, but there was still a lot of momentum for that game, and I'm not so sure that's how the majority is feeling right now about Street Fighter V, as evidenced by the amount of excitement, or maybe not even excitement, but just, like, I want to play Street Fighter, I don't so much want to play this one, maybe sort of, kind of, my relationship with it is kind of iffy, it's up and down, when Street Fighter VI, because that's a fresh new start, and now we're hearing that our fresh new start has been pushed back, and for a lot of people, that's what they're responding to. Yeah, in your citing anecdotal evidence, but I want to give people some cold hard evidence. We look at these numbers very closely. On we know how Street Fighter Four, Marvel Three, and other Capcom fighting games attract for us, and we know how Street Fighter Five does. Street Fighter Five is a pretty large step down from what Street Fighter Four was, mm-hmm. and that is, I mean, at least for us, we know that's a big thing. We cover, you know, we're like the only website right now comp- uh, covering the competitive hardcore fighting game community. You know, if some other sites do articles and whatnot, but we're the only one. Like Shuriken is. Is basically out of business now um and but that is the that's the proof at least for us you know like that's a reality that we live every day with this game and i'm not saying it's abysmal i'm not saying that we don't get good su- stuff from street fighter 5 i am saying that it is a a decided step down from what street fighter 4 was for us mm-hmm. and and that's not to comment on any specific you know facet of it we've done that plenty 
just at the end of the equation for Street Fighter 4 and the end of the equation for Street Fighter 5, it does seem to me that there was a lot more, uh, a little more hype for Street Fighter 4. And so, again, in this, with that in mind, in this context here, some people are taking it and going, well, Street Fighter 6, that, that refresh button that I've just been waiting for is a little further off. Now, there are many refreshes, though. There's a new mechanic on the way. There are new characters, and certain people are going to be, like I said, particularly excited for them. So there's still more than just that. But for those that were kind of waiting, and I think there is a significant group of people, that's a reaction to this all as well. Yeah. And I will throw out a few bits of evidence, you know, pro and con. I don't know how much people hate Street Fighter V because they play it on PS4. And I mean, even the PS4 Pro for that matter, uh, both John and Steven Dream King and Velociraptor here are building PCs at this moment in time and are going to have a refreshed opinion on the game. Potentially, we will see. I know in Japan, again, we, we've documented this 15 out of the top 16 players that were in there, all but one played on PS4. And, and that just kind of, or on PC, I'm sorry, they played on uh, PC. The only one used PS4. Mm -hmm. I, I need to state that properly. My apologies. Um, and we are seeing a, just kind of, I don't know how much is making a mountain out of a molehill or how much is people genuinely disliking playing on PlayStation and how much that's impacting their feelings of the game. And I mean, this goes back to Ultra Street Fighter 4 and Marvel 3. People hated playing that so badly at that uh, at Evo on, on the PlayStation 3. They made them get rid of all their PS3 consoles. I believe Sony sponsored them for a few years. And they're like, no, get rid of that garbage. Get 360s. Play it on that system because it plays a heck of a lot better on it. Mm -hmm. And they did. And that's what, you know, those are, that is not a small expense for TOs to go ahead and go and grab a bunch of new consoles and other setups to make a better experience for players. It is a gigantic investment for them. And they went out and did it. Yeah. So I, there's some mitigating factors here with this. I don't know if we're going to kind of have a resurgence for this game because a bunch of people said, hey, you know what? I'm working from home now because of COVID. Uh, I have to have a PC anyway. I might as well play Street Fighter V on it. And the game came out in 2016. I don't need a great PC to play it at a really good clip. Possibly I don't need a great PC to outmatch what the PlayStation 4 is doing. <laughs> Ah, but anyway, um, yeah, so that's one of the factors. I will also say it looks like Street Fighter V has sold 5 million copies now, and it continues to be a hit. And what Capcom told us about Champion Edition being surprisingly good and a huge vote from the community for them to keep supporting it, they said that like right a little ways after CE was released. It looks entirely legit. Like I said, we're used to Capcom kind of lying to us or misleading us and whatnot. Um, they said they, they would have moved on from the game. Like it, they, they already planned it, but they're like, well, the community kind of likes it. And the COVID situation happens. And like, you know, we don't want to botch the launch of our, our new games. Like, let's do this. So it, the longer I think about it, the more comfortable with it I get. But it doesn't wipe away the disappointment that I felt either. It's still there, but it's like, yeah. Exactly. It's, uh, you know, I have my birthday is on December 1st. So just just less than a month away from Christmas and it's about as close to Christmas as you want to get with your birthday. Um, so as to not have too much overlap there. But I can tell you that the uh, my, my birthday and my Christmas present wish lists, which have become increasingly hard to come up with. When I was a kid, man, it was just video games up and down. And now I'm like, I guess socks. I don't know. 
<laughs> but every once in a while, I have something like I'm pretty excited to get. And uh, if I don't get it for my birthday and I realize I have to wait until Christmas, it's a similar feeling um, compared to what I think you're feeling right now with Rose, where it's like, you know, it's still coming. But I thought I was going to have it here and I was going to be able to, uh, you know, wear my new shoes to Capcom Cup or whatever it was going to be. And I'm, I'm not going to be able to do that because I have to wait now. And so it's like you still have something good coming down the pike, but you got to wait longer for it. And you thought it was coming like today. And so mm-hmm. that's that's going to account for most of the, the kind of negative feelings that I think um, that a lot of people are going through right now. I will say that I think that the Street Fighter community, a strong portion of it, is more interested in playing Street Fighter than they are turned off by playing Street Fighter V. I think that's a thing. Because every time a new game comes out, the, the the old guard goes, oh, it's not like what we're used to. I don't like it. It's trash. It's the worst game ever. Everyone is pretty much aware of that process. And yet a lot of people do stick around because it's more than just... It's, fighting games in general are this, but it's more than just the Street Fighter game that's up right now. For some people, it's a deal breaker. But for a lot of people, they'll just kind of go along with what the the crowd is doing because they want to be part of the action. They want to be part of the competition. Maybe it's not their first choice. Maybe it's not their second. But eh, it's my, like my third choice kind of game. But I'll play it in order to, to get that community aspect of it. And I'll tell you right now, you might be kind of excited to hear this, um, John. When after this news dropped, my uh, my good old training buddy from from back in Street Fighter Four, Driftwood, called me up, and uh, I think I've referenced him a handful of times here on the podcast, and said that every time that Street Fighter comes up, no one has to ask him, but he'll definitely say Street Fighter Four is better than Five, and point out all the negatives of Five and such, and and uh, he definitely feels uh, betrayed, if you will. But he called me up and he said. Do you have any sticks that work on PC? I think I'm going to get PC and I'm going to play Street Fighter V. And I'm like, did Dan get you that excited? Like, what is this? <laughs> and he's like, no. But you know what? Street Fighter VI is still isn't coming out for a few years. And I want to, as soon as this COVID stuff breaks up, I want to go back to locals and I want to gatekeep. And I want to teach all the newbies all of the basics that they're doing wrong. And I'm going to play it for that reason or those reasons instead. Because at the end of the day... I mean, he didn't say this directly, but he's like, you know, at the end of the day, I want to be part of this and I want to play Street Fighter and I want to show the scrubs what's up. And, I, you know, maybe maybe I'm not trying to win Evo like I used to be. Maybe I'm trying to just gatekeep. But there's a strong part of this that where I just want to be part of the community. And, uh, and I think a lot of people like him would have been hanging on for Street Fighter 6 for that entry. But now that we see it's not there... He'd rather come back in and be part of it for where it is right now. And so that's not going to be everyone's story, but I think quite a few people's story. And uh, and I'll be doing somewhat the same because, like you said, I'm building on PC and I'm playing on PC. So hopefully that uh, most certainly will upgrade my personal experience. But I'm also thinking I want to take a, a, one of the characters that I've, I've dabbled in a little bit in Honda. But right now the plan is to play from the ground up online from Honda or with Honda and get more familiar with the character and kind of refresh my Street Fighter V experience from the ground up and just play what we have in front of us. And that's because the game's gotten better than where it was. It's what we have. And all things considered, you know what? We'll play. So I think that's our attitude. It's like, we'll we'll play. And we'll see what comes down the pike in a while. But for now, we'll play. 
there's some people who really love this game, like me. Mm-hmm. I think it is a terrific game, uh, especially when it's not on PS4. When you <laughs> play it on PC, it's great. Um, and there's some people who are mixed on it and all that, but I mean, it's there's a spot for you here. It's at a really good point because the game is dirt cheap. You get a lot of content if you buy CE. Um, it's a great way to get into the game. So uh, regardless, I don't want to do an advertising here for uh, <laughs> for Capcom. We'll let them pay us for that in the future. But uh, anyway, <laughs> um, uh, I will say like this, this kind of, meh, you know, like, uh, you know, I'm not going to call it bad news, but kind of like somewhat disappointing news is one of the reasons they, Capcom has told, came up to me and told me this. They're like, we don't like giving people news that's less than stellar. You know, like we want people to be very excited and, you know, very happy about the stuff. And it's why we don't communicate as often. And so I can't turn back at them and say, Hey, I don't like the message now. You know, I, you communicate it, but I don't like this message. It's like, no, this is what we get. You know, this is, this is reality. And we may not always like reality, but it's what is coming down. And, and we just got to kind of roll with it. It's, it's less than, than what I hoped, but you know that's that's it. And but so we'll move on from here. I think we've we've hit this point pretty hard. Um, and just I, I want to switch now to character choice, mm-hmm. like who Capcom picked. Uh, they they brought up Dan first, and I know a lot of people were upset by it. Uh, to me, there's not many hype characters left, and he's one of the few big time characters that that they have left to use in the Street Fighter universe, right? I know some. It's. He's a he's a character that has real weight as an IP for casual gamers. Most people know who Dan is or are somewhat familiar with him. He's very notoriously popular. Like a lot of people are very familiar with him. And it's like if you're going for iconic characters, if you want to check that box, who else are you going to pick? Like who else besides Dan? I don't know one. So it's it, to me, it's hard to argue against him from that point. I get he's usually a joke character. He's usually bottom tier. But people love trolling others like by winning with crappy characters. Your friend Driftwood is about to do the same thing, <laughs> like not play a crappy character, but teach you know the new people yes. how to how to win, right? And we even saw that in Street Fighter 4 with people playing El Furte and whatnot who were like Street Fighter 3 veterans and incredible. They're like, well, this game sucks, so I'm going to troll people with this like crappy character. And, you know, they did. So anyway, we've got Dan. Um it's possible that Capcom added him so that Ryu would not be the worst Shoto character anymore. I don't know if that's the case or not, but but there are my thoughts. What do you think of uh, the Psycho Master? He's has he always always been designed gameplay wise as a troll character? No. In the first Alpha game where he was a hidden character, he was actually decent. And then in Street Fighter Alpha 2, like where he was like actually selectable, like not as a hidden character, um, he he had enough fans of him like he was he was intended to be a troll character much more than uh like he was heavily based around his taunts but he's had moments in time even in street fighter 4 like people said like hakan was worse than him like he was more popular than some of the quote-unquote worst characters in the game if he's a joke character there are pluses to that because you get to do things like troll people and um and then and, and like nobody ever wants to lose to Dan and there's an esports aspect to that although I don't know how many people are going to pull him out in an actual tournament but if they do that's an immediate attention grabber so there's some traction you can get from that but also if he's a joke character and he's the first one that you're rolling out like he's going to kind of set the standard and set the pace for this season I don't know about that you said that he's one of the most popular, perhaps the most, uh, what would you say, like generally popular and far-reaching character that's left on their from their potential roster of picks. 
I mean, he's he's up there for certain reasons, but I still think some of maybe like the original um, new challengers like Fei Long and T-Hawk might still be just as recognizable, especially one that's like based off of Bruce Lee. I think that would have been a lot more hype for a lot more people to see Fei Long in that spot instead of Dan. Um, I'm not so sure about T-Hawk. For hardcore fans, I think that's a gigantic yes. For casual fans, I think if you had Dan or Fei Long there, I think they know who Dan is over him uh, by quite some margin. So that's my opinion. I could be wrong, but that's how I see it. Maybe, maybe. Um, and I couldn't, I couldn't, I don't have enough evidence to argue against it, except for that, I mean, Bruce Lee is recognizable, but I don't know for sure. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's sort of a questionable decision, but it's like, what does Capcom want to achieve with this? Are they just trying to hype people up? Are they trying to bring new people in? Or is this a nod for everyone that stuck it out this far? It really does seem, if you look at the way they're sort of marketing all this, that they are trying to bring new people in because, hey, the game is discounted. It's either a come back or a come on in for the first time. But that does seem to be where they're at right now. And, hey, you've got a year and a half at least of more content coming and then who knows how much time after that if you're in the competitive realm I, we were talking like a year or two ago like you know i was like i don't really want to get goken because we probably don't have much street fighter 5 time left and i'd rather see him in the next game so that you know so that i have ample time to play him uh, turns out that wasn't the case at all we have plenty of time left it seems and some of these choices are I think Rose is as a lock. I think that was a really good call. Dan, I'm sort of iffy on, especially at the uh, at the lead. Um, to bring in a rival school's character, I'm not particularly hyped for her, but I think that there are plenty of people that are for multiple reasons, so I can't say that that was a bad call. And then you have the mystery of the last one. Oh, and then, of course, uh, Oro, I think just like Rose, was a very good call. It's been like almost 20 years since he's been a playable character at this point, right? Because Third Strike was the last appearance there. So uh, the character choice is pretty okay, good, maybe. Um, yeah, I can't complain. I, maybe not the best, but then I can't complain. Yeah, I, I to me, the characters come down to what your personal preference is at this point. It's not like you have an Akuma or a Guile or a Sagat or something like that. Like a, just a no-brainer pick these characters. And then they had uh, Gil and Seth. Those were brilliant picks. Like uh, playing through Third Strike, uh, not Third Strike, uh, Street Fighter Three last night, New Generation, and, and running up against Gil, I remembered how iconic of a bad guy he was. And those characters are gone. They're already in the game. Like you can't add them again, right? Unless you're doing another yeah, Kage, got, Evil like, or Ryu. Viper. And then, I mean, I was kind of surprised not to see Viper, but that would be yeah. very, not, not the general crowd, very much the competitive or the, the hardcore crowd, I should say. Yeah. It's, a, I think Viper has got a really good shot of being the last character, but who knows? You know, it, it's the, that she's a one character I've heard besides Rose and Oro. If you guys go back and listen to, you know, our podcast and whatnot on this, uh, you'll hear that I listed those three kind of as a, a uh, Rose and Arrow were always number one and number two for me, and then I would usually list Viper number three. So I think she's got a, a shot at being the fifth character, but you know we'll see. Mm -hmm. uh, no one had Dan. I had yet to speak to a single person that said, "Oh yeah, Dan is coming." That that was a, a source that I trusted at least. And why do you uh, think I that is? I don't know. I just no one saw him. Uh, I I have no idea. Um, you know, my sources told me Rose and Oro, and then those were dead on. You know, and um, and yeah, yeah. So. My my guess well, when I think about why not Dan? Like, why wouldn't I have predicted Dan is because he seems to be one of those characters that you would file away inside with another already hype because of itself pack. Uh, uh, you know, and, and it's like, this is, he's kind of like a cherry on top, but for him to be the first one, uh, 
Dan's interesting. He's an interesting character because he's cool for different reasons. But like, are is it the right time for something like that? I don't know. I feel like Dan should be maybe part of the initial roster. Um, when you know you have plenty of other places to go, not as the character. Here's <laughs> what's that quote that's going around right now? Capcom made us wait five months to tell us to wait uh, two weeks to tell us to wait three days to tell us to wait five more months for Dan. <laughs> you know. <Yeah. laughs> um, so so maybe and and who knows maybe he's good like we've seen a little bit of early gameplay footage which by the way looked like it was just recorded like someone recorded the screen they didn't even take like a capture they just recorded the screen footage but hey I'm happy to have something and uh, I have to go back to this like so we're we're complaining a good bit about Dan but who else then Fei Long Fei Long okay <laughs> Abel, uh, but I mean Viper uh, I, I mean but even then do you have like a just a great case for those characters outside of personal preference Rose over first Dan. Oro first like kick us off with a bang you, so you basically just not a joke character is your reasoning maybe maybe okay. is that yeah something yeah, like I mean, that. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, I can't disagree with that. It's valid, you know. It's but at the, this point in the game's lifespan, it's also like, hey, you know, take some risk and do some other things. We, we've got all of our hardcore characters in the game. Um, most people aren't going to be dropping their mains to play these characters. I am, but not a lot of other people will. You know, they've already out of forty characters, and most of them iconic. They've got their main. You mm-hmm. know, so. Uh, but anyway, we'll go ahead and go to Rose here on that note, and just I will mention that the developer said that that she was pretty popular with the polls that they did. And that's correct based on everything we've seen as well. Uh, we ran a poll and she was like fifth overall. Uh, the one where Capcom had her up there, she was kind of not next in line, but she was one of the characters next in line. She's not amazingly popular, but she's definitely up there for a number of people. Um, and then they said she has quite a few unique moves to work with, which would get the give the developers... Um, a lot of room to make a new and diverse character with her. And they talked about her being based around like, you know, projectile counters and whatnot in street fighter four. Uh, and they said that they're probably going to take her in a new direction now. And then they mentioned like having her soul satellite, like the orbs that hover around her and all that. Um, it's interesting. Like I, I'm like, okay, like I'm really curious to see what direction they take with, with Rose in this. Um, how did you feel like when they when they brought her up? <laughs> Whether you love her or you hate her, I think the biggest reaction bit or the bit that people are reacting to is them bringing up Soul Satellite. That's her Ultra 2, right? With the orbs yeah. that spin around her. Man, I ate a lot of those from Filipino Man at Wednesday Night Fights. She was a hard counter to my main. So I'm not super excited to hear that that's coming back in any capacity. It sounds like... Uh, I'm not sure. Most people are saying that it sounds like they're saying that it's really good and it will continue to be really good here at Street Fighter V. I was hoping they were like, yeah, that was obviously too much and we're going to tone it down. We'll bring it back, but it'll be a little less than it was before. Um, So, yeah, I I mean, at this point, I'm hoping that whatever they do, they make people excited because I'm more into like I want to see the community be excited and have the boxes checked for those that were looking forward to this. I personally wasn't looking forward to Rose, but I want to see those that were reinvigorated, wanting to play so that they can be, uh, you know, strong opponents for me and that the community in general can be um, at a high morale, right? Like those those are wins for me at this point. And hey, if I get something that I was particularly hoping for, that's awesome. But right now I'm, I'm kind of at a place more where I just want to make sure that everybody, or I, I would like to see everybody be happy, generally speaking, and for the entire community and the game and the franchise to move forward with momentum. I think Rose was a good call. 
So Oro is a very deep cut character. If you're a hardcore fan of Street Fighter, you know who this guy is. If you're not a hardcore fan, you may not even know who he is. Uh, the last time he was in a game was in Third Strike. That's not a franchise or a game, I should say, that people played a lot of. He's hella obscure for casual fans out there. Um, but I do love how he's balancing a turtle instead of having one hand tied behind his back. For those who don't know, Oro is so powerful that he ties, magically binds one hand behind his back uh, so that people don't get hurt when he fights them. Mm -hmm. So he is, uh, so now instead of doing that, I believe, you know, they've given him a turtle to balance and whatnot, which is pretty darn cool. Um, so I think it's going to make for some really fun, like animations and moves for him. Like, you know, maybe where he accidentally drops a turtle and like has to go run and pick it up and stuff. Like, I think there's some really creative stuff they can do. So I'm glad to see them trying so, some new stuff with him. It seems like he's inspired uh, and they have a good idea of what they want to do with him. Uh, but again, that, that's his one drawback is like, man, is this guy like only hardcore fans really know or care about him. Yeah, but I think he does check a box that's important in that exact vein. Like there is some some solid hype for Oro, and I like what you say there. The he sounds inspired. A lot of these characters sound, from the little we know thus far, inspired. And more specifically, it seems that they have these unique mechanics or attributes that not everybody else in the game has. It's not like just unique. Like they have a V skill that only they have. Like of course, but. Uh, you know how G has his presidentiality levels, Gil has his own mechanic in the retribution, um, things along those lines. Jury, of course, has to store some of her attacks. Well, Dan is famous for his taunt, and they brought Dan's taunt up a lot as though it's like, that's something to be, uh, what did they say? It'll be interesting to see how it's integrated into a Street Fighter V gameplay, um, and we see a couple times that it seems to be some kind of like a cancel that he can do, so maybe that really factors into his gameplay, and it'll let people express themselves even further um, as they play the character. Oro has this weird turtle balance thing that, uh, to me, the first thing that comes to mind is it sounds like there will be some kind of a balancing act you'll have to do. Uh, maybe he'll be like particularly strong just off the bat, but if he gets imbalanced in some way, he'll become imme like immediately weak. You know, like um, <laughs> Hakan and oiling up, something along those lines. And then uh, the new um, uh, Akira, she's going to have some kind of a uh, rival school's gimmick associated with her. So all of these characters are going to have this unique aspect to them where you'll have to maybe like kind of play a little sub game within the game. And as, as daunting as that may seem and as easily breakable or just like makes the character not very valid because they're too hard to use. I'm not too hard to use, but like maybe maybe Oro becomes way too weak when his turtle's not in play, something like that. Um, it's kind of a, it's kind of like a new venture, or, or like I should say, a daunting venture. But if they do it right, it could pay off really well. And like you said, we're sort of in the take some chances part of the game's life right yeah. now. So that's a place where it does feel like Capcom has their finger on the pulse in a, in a good way. And I'm excited to see what comes out of this. I would have liked to see some actual footage today, but hey, you know, we'll take what we can get. Yeah. I mean, again, and, and what they said about that was, you know, that was a surprise for them. They they planned on moving on from Street Fighter V. And again, we're so used to Capcom kind of misleading or giving us half truths or whatever. Uh, you know, it wasn't that long ago uh, where we posted an article that said, oh, no, said that, that Super Street Fighter IV would be the last version of the game. You know, and it, <laughs> that obviously did not happen. They had several more versions coming down. So uh, but anyway, getting back on track, uh, covering Akira, uh, 
I don't know if there's a deeper of deep cuts than you can get than this character. This is a semi-obscure Capcom fighting game. Not a lot of people know of. Like Sakura, yeah, she was in here. Uh, you figure someone like Abatsu might might come from this game or whatever, but they, they pick Akira. Uh, I know very little about her. Um, this is like, man, really? Like, and I, I know there's, there's big fans of rival schools and they really enjoy this game, but this is like more obscure than dark stalkers at this point. And it's like, so you're going within a niche within a niche to get this character and pull her up and put her in the game. Uh, I'm fine with it. I don't have any major objections, you know, hopefully like street fighter five, other characters, they, they've done a good job of adding new and diverse play styles into the game. Like, you know, Dan will do an uppercut and cancel into his, what looks like his V skill taunt right now. That looks very cool. It is very different. No one has that uh it, it's as long as they have new and diverse gameplay styles i'm all in with the character uh it's there's only a couple characters i i really care about getting into the game and they're being added now so if yeah. if you're gonna do this and this is just off i haven't thought about this until just now and the way you were talking about it but if you're gonna do this and grab from you know a fellow ip outside of final fight because we've done that plenty for street fighter 5 but, you know, there's, there's like, Skullomania, who has this weird hype about them. I'm not so sure he would be the best pick, but certainly more recognizable, at least within the community, than Akira. But then you have, like... Uh, I, I'm sorry, I have to jump in. I have to tell a Skullomania story. So one year, uh, it was at E3, uh, some guy showed up to the Capcom booth as Skullomania, uh, and he was fully in character. <laughs> and speaking of, you know, people not liking him or whatever, well... Uh, he was so in character and doing so much weird stuff that Capcom eventually had to ask him to leave and get out of there because he was just too <laughs> awkward. So that's what all you need to know. What stuff does Skullomania do that would get him banned from a Capcom? Yeah. You don't want to know, John. You don't want to know. <laughs> that's for the uh, that's for the After Hours podcast. Okay. There you go. <laughs> uh, well, okay. So there's like Skullomania, but then you have... <laughs> You have the Darkstalkers franchise. I don't know why, if they're not going to make a new Darkstalkers game with how popular Morgan is, like, put her in the damn game, you know? Uh, or, or a handful of the characters that come out of there. We've got some costumes for them. Why not throw Morgan in this game, man? Like, that would sell some units. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so this call, it's like, it's fine. And the fact that it's from rival schools, that's going to scratch a particular itch from people. But if you're going to go down this route, man, there's a lot in the same vein. There's a lot bigger of an itch for Darkstalkers, I would argue. And uh, there's a lot more opportunity from a character like Morgan. And hey, they just re-upped on their trademark for that game too, right? As we uh, recently posted. So I, like that seems to be like, maybe that was a better call. But again, uh, I should say, though, any critiques that I'm giving here uh, for this release today and all this content, it's like they're not with a t like they're not the most vehement, like they're not with a like all of hell's forces behind them, you know, of anger and frustration. It's like, ah, well, maybe you could have done it a little better here. But there's also a sense of understanding like they're they're in a certain situation and they've gotten more of a grasp on things in recent times than I think they've had before. So I'm okay with it. It's just like, man, maybe you could have done this a little better. Maybe a little hindsight yeah. 2020. I don't think there's a very large case for anyone. It's just, it really comes down to personal preference, as I said before. And, and it's, that's, I think what most people are speaking from and the cases outside of maybe dark, dark stalkers. I'm, I'm pretty hype about that. When you say Morgan, I go, Hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's one character who has like that star power. Um, that is actually, you know, um, most casual gamers could probably recognize Morgan or have some idea of who she is. She's pretty big. Uh, I would like to see her over others, but th those are few and far between at this point. So, 
hey, maybe she's the fifth character, right? You know, that's possible, right? You heard it here but first. Anyway. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, everyone, uh, like, comment, subscribe. You know, tell your friends about the podcast. Uh, we definitely appreciate that. And we're going to be back with you guys soon. All right, guys. Thanks a lot for listening. We'll see you soon.